It's Wednesday, January 24th. I'm Ian Price. Here's our top local story. Roanoke County police say a missing person from West Virginia was found safe at a hotel on Third Lane Road on Monday night. This comes after West Virginia State Police contacted multiple law enforcement agencies in Roanoke to help find a vehicle related to a person who was reported missing on January 20th. Roanoke City and Virginia State Police assisted during the search, and the vehicle was discovered at the hotel. The person's name has not been released. It's been talked about and been in the planning stages for years, and now it's about to happen. The Wasina Bridge will start coming down in May. After more than eight decades of service, outdated, and in need of a replacement cycle that might take two years. More from WFIR's G. Morano. Project manager Josephus Johnson-Coroma, who works for the city of Roanoke, says they know being without this bridge for around two years as it is torn down and then replaced will have a major impact. We've engaged the neighborhood groups here and also we've engaged the, the businesses here, business owners here in Wasina, likewise, you know, on Old Southwest and talk about the project very early on on the project. Since, you know, 2018, we've been talking with them as we move through the study and the design of the project. The new Wasina Bridge will feature bike lanes, wider sidewalks, lookout seating, and improved lighting. Johnson Coroma says the current bridge lacks safety features found in more modern structures. Wasina Bridge was built in 1939. It's 85 years old, and it has lived past its prime. And we have done several repairs on this bridge. And uh, we've done several repairs, you know, over and over again. It's about time for us to um, get a new bridge. And so we've been planning this for quite a long time now. The city will put signage out to inform motorists on the best ways to reach the businesses in the Wasina neighborhood once the bridge demolition gets underway. The $50 million project will kick off with a ceremonial groundbreaking next month. Gene Morano, WFIR News. According to a recent poll conducted by the VCU, Wilder School of Government and Public Affairs, Governor Glenn Youngkin's approval rating sits at 54 percent, while President Joe Biden's approval rating in Virginia stands at 37 percent. If the election for president was being held today in Virginia and the candidates were Biden and Donald Trump, the poll shows 43% of respondents indicated they would vote for Biden and 40% would vote for Trump. The American Lung Association's annual state of tobacco report shows Virginia could do more to curb use of harmful products. The report finds that last year was a mostly disappointing year for passage of tobacco prevention policies on the state and local level. Alex Casper is the American Lung Association's Director of Advocacy. We have a number of loopholes in our smoke-free air laws. Our tobacco taxes are one of the lowest in the nation. When you're looking at kind of all of the reports and all of the states overall, Virginia does tend to fall in that lower half. In 2023, only New York passed a significant cigarette tax increase. No state enacted comprehensive smoke-free air or flavored tobacco product laws in 2023. Casper says a licensing requirement would go a long way in Virginia. If you want to sell a tobacco product in Virginia, you do not need to have a license to do that. Um, and so looking at some type of a comprehensive licensing program that meets best practices, you know, with mandated checks, graduated fines, a license suspension provision is something that Virginia could look at doing. The report says that the FDA has not authorized any flavored e-cigarettes for sale. Now it's asking the federal government to continue stepped-up enforcement efforts to remove illegal e-cigarettes from the market. Lynchburg residents called on city leaders to make changes after racist flyers were discovered on Christmas Eve. 
WFIR's Clark Palmer has that story. Members of Lynchburg City Council last night heard from residents who called for changes in the wake of racist flyers being found in parts of the Hill City on Christmas Eve. Robert Flood spoke to council about how he felt finding those flyers in his neighborhood, and he also advocated for certain improvements. If the lights was on where they seen these guys, whoever was doing the same deal, could make the police job a little easier when they looked at the camera. Flood says residents have voiced concern about broken street lights throughout the city. And when you see certain things on TV or see certain things, the camera's got the people right there that can reach out to them. Why can't we do it in a small town like Lynchburg? Flood believes that if leaders step up and address concerns, residents will feel much safer when they step outside and live their lives. Clark Palmer, WFIR News. That's the latest. Check back tomorrow for our next update. Ian Price, WFIR News.